Nganyiso Chwete, how are you today? Good morning. I'm, I'm, I'm doing well. I'm, I'm, you know, I'm halfway through my day. How, how are you doing? Me, I'm not hungover. I'm not. You're not at all. Not at all hungover. There's no, there's no particular reason I'm wearing sunglasses. There's no... Okay. It's just sunny in Greece right now. Yeah, it's just super it? sunny. Uh, it's, it's super just, sunny? It's just super sunny and uh, that's why... That's why I'm wearing sunglasses. I just uh... you're, you're, you're wearing a Hawaiian shirt and sunglasses. I just did a Google of the current temperature of where you are. It's 15 degrees Celsius. <laughs> what what happened to you, bro? Where are you? Me, what's I'm, going on over there, dude? I, I'm first of all, I'm definitely not hungover. I just want everyone to to, to know that that's that's 100 a thing. Um, yes. And and uh, yeah, it's just really bright here. It's super bright in Greece today. Uh, so so yeah, man. That's that's the reason. That's, that's the reason for the sunglasses. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you checked on the Hawaiian shirt and the sunglasses. If, yeah. if you're listening to this, Nick is wearing a Hawaiian shirt, sunglasses, and I think it's what eight thirty in the morning where you're at. Yeah, it's about eight thirty in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, that's uh, how much we love you guys. We work, we woke up Nick. Yeah, we, you guys. <laughs> exactly, guys. I I got out of bed for you guys this morning. That's how much. That's how much I appreciate the fandom. Oh, yeah, people, the people appreciate you so much. I know. I got a very av- angry phone call from Kanye this morning because I overstepped my alarm, and he was like, "Like, dude, it's eight thirty. Oh, what kind of twenty-nine year old's not out of bed at eight thirty in the morning?" <laughs> yeah, you've got to be out of bed. One hundred. At least by seven. I mean, look, mm. I, sometimes I'm not even out of bed before eight. But that's oh, yeah. usually because I work late, though. Usually because yeah. I work late. No, fair I'm enough. not just chilling in bed for fun. I was I was in bed because I was having the most fun. That's that's why I was oh, having the nice. most the most fun sleeping, and I didn't have another responsibility. Oh, fun sleeping! Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, it's the best. Read your book and fell asleep. The pedestal. The pedestal. The pedestal. I wanted to come today. Let the listeners know. So I got a new job, right? New job. Yay! Yeah. Woo! New job, new, new job experiences. Bah, 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 um, bah. And there was a topic we were discussing in our group chat that was sort of centered around, like, wh- what is actually important to you for the workplace? Like, what do you, what do we actually value? Yeah. Um, and I think, you know, what we've worked about five years now, professionally at least. Seven. Some people maybe less, some people a bit more, but. Around the five-year mark. You've been working for seven years? Yeah, dude. I've been grafting. For who? When? I've been, I've been working. No, you're yeah. not. Yeah, well, 100%. I've been working for seven years now. I've got seven. Just anyone checking my CV. Seven I've been years? working wow, for okay. seven years. I've seven years of working experience. Okay, okay, okay. Carry on. Yeah. Yeah. No, no. But like, I'm talking like degree qualified work experience, not just work experience. That's I mean, what I'm trying to say. That's relative. Yeah, Actually, no. Yeah. To be fair, probably even just no but actually i think you're right actually I, i'm a bit wrong even working experience you can sort of pull from what i'm trying to get at you mm. and um one thing i noticed or at least with me one thing i've noticed immediately in terms of the workforce is like just how important culture is to me dude huge like cultural fit massive and i don't mean like we're not talking about culture in terms of like everyone has to agree with all my ideas and beliefs but like just having that sort of camaraderie like you know we come from sports backgrounds so i don't really struggle with 
getting along with people of different creeds, religions, races, whatever. Um, but I did notice that coming into, you know, my previous job, there was a lot of people, I mean, I don't know, it's just, you know, some people were just happy to do the job and go home. And I started to notice that even I'm not too bothered at the stage of my life about what I do. Um, Cause I know it's a grind and, you know, you have to do what you got to do all that type of shit. But I did notice like how big the culture, you know, it, it kind of fluctuated where I work because it, the company sort of were taken over. But I noticed how the fluctuation in culture actually affected my productivity, which in a sense starts to affect my success. So yeah, I thought, I thought we, we could play around with that topic a bit like culture. So what would you say, or not even culture, but maybe what would you say is important to you in the workplace? So, I mean, I think it's a, I think it's a great topic because I mean, I worked, so because I've worked for, for 17 years now, um, so it would like at my first, like my first journalism job, the idea was you come in they they usher you in like cattle and they get you in and they put you into yeah. your pen and you sit there and you grind out 15 articles a day, then they send you home. And there was like almost no bonuses. We got like, I think for the Christmas, Christmas bonus, they gave us like a coffee cup with a Ferrero, Ferrero Rocher in it. And like, that was it. So there was like no culture, you know what I mean? And everyone was like, everyone loved working in sports, but they would have, but there's no culture, then you're not going to enjoy that, right? Uh, and so it was so, like, just be grateful you're working in sports. Yes, that's exactly what it was. Yeah, yeah. Until I moved to some, like a place when I was working at like Varsity Cup and Varsity Sports. And the whole thing was about culture. It was like, we're a team and we had to succeed and victory. And there were all these like, there were all these sayings we had like, um, like up and under and uh, we change lives. And remember everything you do is about changing someone's life today. And um, what's, what's that one? Each one change one where we have to try and, you know, like, so, I don't know, support someone else in that day. It was all about each culture. One, each, change one? Each, each one change one. Each, yeah, one, each, one, each change. one? Oh, each one changed one. Okay. Each one changed one. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, this little, okay. this little finger like this. So yeah, so that was, that was, that was like such a different experience from, from the first one to the second one. And I think if I look at the way that people worked in for like, when I was at that second job, it was like people would grind out into the night because they're like, we are doing something for a greater cause and we, we, we making a difference. And this is my teammate and we have support structures. And on Friday, Friday afternoon, sometimes, you just down tools and you go, okay, guys, drinks, come. I don't care if you don't have anything to do now, we're going to have drinks. And like, I think that was, was the, the whole work hard, celebrate hard as well. That made such a difference. I mean, for what do you, what do you think is, is important about it? Well, I think us as uh, millennials, Gen, who comes after millennials, Gen Z? I think Gen, Gen Z. Y. I never know how this works really. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you even came up with these numbers. Anyway, I think <laughs> yeah. with millennials, with the with us coming into sort of the information age and the digital age um there is a sense of like because we know so much there's a sense that i matter and therefore i should do stuff that matters right Uh, maybe maybe it's an obsession maybe it's sort of like the gift and the curse right is that we we want to feel like we're a part of something and that what I do isn't just mundane or just a cog in the wheel. Whereas I think in previous generations, it was like, just be grateful you you have something to do and find find solace in like having a family and a house. Solace. Solace and, go, and you know, just having a career. Whereas we're just like, wait, is solace the word? 
Solace. Solace. In in English, in English, we pronounce it solace. (laughs) Solace. Yeah. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. You guys are educated. Sorry, that was rude. Um, I I apologize. Not really. Yeah, and I, I think, um, yeah, we want to feel like there's purpose. There's 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 something more to what I do every day. So I think for us now, I don't think culture was a big thing for companies beforehand, but I think now this the smarter of us. I'm including us in that conversation, and the the more talented um, workers, we we need we need better culture. And if you're not going to give us better culture, we're going to go find someone else who'll give it to us, and we're actually prepared to take less money. Yeah, one hundred. I I feel you one hundred percent. I think, and I'm I would look into like the psychology of this. Um, but I think it was was it um, was it Noam Chomsky or was it Slavoj Zizek who said I that. It's a good quote. It's a fucking good quote. Are you ready? Um, they yes. said that one, like sort of the weirdest thing about like the 2000s was that your boss is no longer your enemy. Your boss is your friend. And that became, that was the, like the slow destruction of the working class. Because now there's no, like this, this it was a very clear defined, if you're working in a factory in the 1800s, your boss is your enemy. That was it. And you were constantly fighting for more wages and you did your labor and they gave you money. And there was no, there was no relationship between you and your boss besides that, that uh, economic relationship, besides that yeah. professional relationship. Whereas now it's like your boss is your friend. He's like, hey guys, let's get in here and let's, let's work hard and, and I don't know, put out those social media posts and whatever. So now it becomes a far more skewed relationship. So if you say, hey boss, I would like more money and you go, Hey, hey, buddy, we had drinks on the other day. Why are you trying to make life difficult for me? Why, like, why are you skewing the boundaries here? Like, like, come on, be a team player. Like, we, you know what I'm saying? Like, why are you, yeah. why are you leaving the company? And that was quite a difficult thing because that, that culture has had to, your, your boss became your friend as opposed to someone that you just, you, you sold your labor to, which is, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Well, can you tell the people what you say to people? You, you said something to me, I'll, I'll say, if you don't remember it, but do you remember what you said when you said, um, you have a phrase now instead of, hey, so what do you do for work? <laughs> yes. Well, what's your phrase? My phrase is, and how do you serve capitalism? Because that makes <laughs> more sense. <laughs> no, your, your actual quote was, what is it? The quote was, what form, what form of capital slavery do you serve? <laughs> So it wasn't, it wasn't actually that, but it was, it was, I mean, I guess that's what I was getting at because at the, we, what, all we do is we sell our labor. That's what we do. And there's yeah. all those things like, oh, I want to like, I, I'm not super happy in my job, but you know, my boss is nice or whatever. He goes like, no, no, don't get it twisted. You sell your labor. That's all you do. They don't, if you die tomorrow, they will find someone else. Cause I need to complete that job. Like that's, it's got nothing. They might weep for a day, but they still have to get that, that job done. So yeah. So Yeah. And I think, I mean, look, I think I, I learned that as well with, um, you know, like, I don't know if you have this, but when you work, you start to realize it, it's never done. Like stuff is actually just never done. Like you, it, it's this endless cycle of catch up and trying to like put up that fire and sort that out and fix that, all that type of stuff. And then I realized, oh, like if I disappear, like this isn't going away. 
So why the fuck is it dominating my dreams or my weekend or, you know what I mean? Why does it control your entire psyche? Your entire emotional exactly. wave is dependent on this thing that you actually have, obviously you have control over, but not really. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's still, it still yeah. has to be done. It's still going to be there. It's not, it doesn't go away. Like your best effort is generally your best effort and you just have to live with that. Like trying to like go, like, look, there's definitely situations you have to go above and beyond, but like that, that anxiety that builds up, I realize, oh, like I actually have to control that because that's not going away. Yeah. Like there's always more to be done. There's always something I should have picked up on. It's just like, wow. And I now think... I'm, I'm, I'm entering an industry where you work till you collapse. So we'll see how that goes. So I think that what you must discern between is that am I worried about a work thing because I need to get the work done? Or are you worried about a work thing because you want your career trajectory to be going up? You know what I mean? So if, you, yeah. if you're worried about a work thing for the sake of that, that invoice being put in or these reports to be done, that's, mm. that's not good. But if you're thinking like me doing this work will then present me opportunities in the future, that's different. You know what I mean? Or there's yeah. another kind of so you almost like incentive. change your perspective. Yeah, I think so. Switch your perspective. Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, I'm not like a pro at working or anything, so I've got no, I've got no real, um, I've got no real box to stand on here. But for me, there was some stuff when I got to that job, and they said, "Hi, next, so it's your job to what did they say? To to note stats of all the players that that come in." And I thought about it for a second. I was like. So I'm going to have to go through every weekend and jot down stats and then put them and spend Tuesday morning putting them into an Excel sheet and stuff. And I was like, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. And they were like, Nick, but it's part of your job. And I was like, no, no, I'm not going <laughs> to do that. And that to accept, like, okay, well, Nick's just not going to do that. We have to, we have to give it to someone else. Because <laughs> I can't go hire a new person because of like a small part of the job that I won't do. I mean, I have a similar situation where like sometimes you'll be given a responsibility or, a, you know, it can be a previous responsibility or sort of a new responsibility. And sometimes I'd have to sort of build the case of like, oh, I know I have to do this, but it takes X amount of my time, which is available to the business. So this actually doesn't bring any value. So um, I don't think I should be doing it anymore. Yeah. Like, no, but we need this for that. And I'm like, I'm if you can show me where the value is for this, I'll keep doing it. But here's my argument. If you have a better reason, I don't see why. Why, why do I carry on now. doing this? Why, why, yeah, why yeah. am I doing this right now? Yeah. Like no, this is silly. Mm. And I think that's important. Mm. It's important to do that because you got, you only have so much time to do oh, stuff. No, sometimes you have to feed work. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes work will, will try to feed you and you have to be like, no, 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 hold on. I can't buy for this. I'm so I'm, sorry. I'm not doing that. <laughs> Right, but don't do that with all your tasks. Otherwise, you will get fired. Yeah, oh, yeah, 100%. No, there's some shit stuff like you always have to do. But there's also stuff that you... But there's also, also a lot of precedent. So if you do it the first time, you'll do it every fucking time. So, so if someone says oh, like... you said you set a standard. Yes, yeah. So, so that's why when if someone says to you, hey, um, do you mind just running these reports to me and just quickly because I don't have time? You say, No. Because you'll run those reports every time after that. Like, there's no way that you'll ne you're getting away with not doing that ever again. Dude, you're blowing yeah. my mind now. Because maybe I don't want to turn it into a, a white black thing, but like, 
yeah, white white people. That's just such a smart way to approach work. Was we just buy, <laughs> like we just buy for so long, and then we'll have to sit with someone and be like, oh, you know, you don't have to buy for that. And I'm like, what? <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's not a white or black thing. I'm sure there's white people who also just buy. Yeah, no, sure, no, of course. Shit work. No, dude, I I eat shit all the time. I I eat shit on the daily, but there's also some okay. shit I won't eat. There's some shit that I just won't eat, and that's and I'm glad I didn't eat that shit because then I'd still be eating that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see your vision. I actually have a report that I do now. Well, I've got a new job now, so I'm fine. Yeah. But I was like, no, I'll do it. It'll be good for me. And I'm just eating cock, <laughs> chowing it. Yeah, dude. Avoid night, one a.m. Like, why? Avoid eating that shit if you can. Dude, that's yeah. That's the so, worst. Uh, definitely something I'll try. Um, be more knowledgeable about uh, for the yeah. new gig. Although when you're new, you kind of have to just chow. Yeah, no, fair enough. Do you have that yeah. thing when you are, when you, I think almost everyone I've ever spoken to about this has the same experience. When you start a new job, you don't take lunch. You want to be seeing working there for the full lunch hour. And then you might have to clock off at five, but you carry on working until 6.30 and you just push yourself. You know what I mean? Like you, everyone skips lunch in that, in that first few months. Do you have that? Yeah, or no, at least eat lunch at your desk. Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, dude. The first, the first six months, the probation period. The only thing people must say must be like, "Oh, yeah, he works." Yeah. That's the, uh, nothing else. <laughs> it could be getting it wrong, getting <laughs> making mistakes. Up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he comes early and he works. Yeah. That must be the only things Oates must notice about you. And that's and that's you must, enough. And you must and you must be. Zoop. You don't say shit. You go yeah. in there. People, people only hear from you like maybe Friday drinks and you chat a bit. Yeah, one hundred percent. You come in there stealth. No, yeah. bring no attention to yourself. And the thing is, because or at least this is my strategy. I'm just, I'm just there to absorb first six months. Yeah, one hundred percent. I'm just absorbing the information. I'm, I'm like, okay, cool. Who are the power players? Okay, who are the favorite? Okay, who's approachable? Who isn't? Okay, because you're still gonna have to work out. Okay, whose emails can I ignore? Whose emails can't I? Like, yeah. what, what is a priority? What isn't? So you just sit there quiet. You're there early and you're quiet and just you just absorb it. You just get get stuff done. Right, you see, cool. yeah. Get and to- you write down everything. You keep you keep a, a work diary. Yeah. And you write down everything. Is that a thing? I I've never heard of that before. Yeah, dude. Because you got you got to be able to consume a lot of information pretty quickly. Oh, of course. Okay, no, I have no, I've definitely got a work diary. Not, I've got about three of them. I thought you meant it was like, yeah, like yeah, yeah, personal yeah. stuff. Like, okay, so she and this guy have a good relationship. Don't try and rock the boat here. Try and suck up to this person. Like, I thought you meant like it was like a, a strategic oh, playbook. No. Oh, no, 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 no. That's that's in the diary as well. Oh, is that in the diary as well? That kind of strategy? Yeah. Like there's, a dub- there's a double page every day. Yeah, look, the personal stuff you sort of work out, but in the beginning, in the beginning, jot it down. Okay, um, Sam Elliott, do not miss his emails. Blah blah blah. Likes yeah. this. No no no. Um, expects a coffee. Quick ones, dude. That sounds hectic. Because you don't want to, you don't be landing on your feet longer than you have to. No, I sure. mean you can take the slow road and just figure things out as they go. And nah, dude, we can't play. Yeah, no. You can't be sleeping on yourself. That's called being asleep. 
Yeah. And we're not glads anymore. We're not bucks. Yeah. No, you have to get it. It's like you know, what, um, what's, what Stalin's, Stalin's henchmen used to do, like the his, like inner circle. So apparently they used to like Stalin loved they Stalin loved to watch Western movies at like two o'clock in the morning when they were like drunk, right? So they would get there and like they would all be drinking and they would all want to go home to their wives, but they would just sit there and get drunk with Stalin. And they would make jokes. And let's say he makes a joke. You make a joke about like like the 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 navy, and he doesn't laugh. He'll, they'll write down yeah. a little thing. Okay, doesn't like navy jokes. But make a joke about the farmers, and then and you laugh. Like, okay, likes write things about. And then he'll when they're drunk, they'll go back and give it to their wives and say, okay, so remind me in the morning. And in the morning they go over. It. So what made him laugh? Okay, navy <laughs> jokes, no laughs. Farmers, yes. Like that's that's how they did to try and get in his good oh, books all swag. the time. Because people, because he killed people yeah, all the yeah, time. Yeah. So I had to make sure they were they were either the most powerful oh, yeah, people yeah, in Russia or the or dead. So there was like a very fine line that they had to tread between between being those two things, which was yeah, pretty interesting. So yeah, it sounds like that kind of playbook. Yeah, no, it is. And look, it's not a long term thing. I'm I'm I, I I believe myself to be a very good a great judge of character. Sure. Like I'm really wrong. Like very like. To, like I can make a call on someone pretty quickly. I back you on that. Sure. Yeah. So I'm not too like I'm not too like I'm not like sitting there every day being like must know exactly what uh, they like for coffee. I'm I'm not gonna do that. Mm. But I do like to get up to speed as quick as possible, and that's why I would I would sort of do that diary for the first yeah like, maybe even just a month. I mean, you keep a work diary anyway, just for work and yeah to do list and all that stuff. To where's this? On the, where's this on the CMS? How do you post this? How do you? Yeah, yeah sure. No, one hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it's good just to sort of like, you know, it's we're still social creatures. I always say when I got to work, I was like, oh, it's it's still high school. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, Which oh, is, everything is still from high school. You have the cool it's kids. Still the same playbook. And the not so cool kids, and you want to hang with yeah. the cool kids. And at lunchtime, you want to hang out with those guys. And after work drinks, you want to get an invite, but you're not sure if you're going to get an invite. It's uh, yeah, yeah. It's still it's still high school dynamics. One hundred percent. So, um, high school didn't go too bad for me. I think it went pretty well. So I should be fine in those environments. Yeah. So yeah, that, that's what I'll be looking for. What else, what else do you think is important going into a new gig? Going to a new gig, I I think it's important to to show who you are early. So like I think. In terms of what you're good at, because what I always what I always realize when you go to like a new place, a new job, a new country, a new whatever, people have no idea what you've accomplished in your in your previous life. You know what I mean? This is a new thing. That oh, you know one. Eh? Say again. Yeah, okay. So no one understands. You know so, one. Yeah, you know one. So they they all they're judging you on is what you show them first, right? So if you come in and one day you've got like a big pimple on your nose, they go, "Hey, it's pimple guy." You know, all they know about you is that you get big pimples. Oh, <laughs> you know what I mean? So like if you get in there and you have to like, let's say, let's say you think your best attribute is your sociability with people, right? Which I think probably is one of your, your greatest assets is that you, you get in there and you go, hey guys, work drinks, work drinks Wednesday, let's go. And then you get there and you like, you're making them laugh and you go, hey, this Kanye guy is actually like a really good time. And then they go like, okay, cool. Maybe this is another reason why this person is indispensable and stuff. Um, so, and then other things like, let's say you don't get something in on time, whatever they realize that ah, it's cool. He's, he's a good guy. You know what I mean? Like, ah, Kanye, what a funny guy. We want to keep him around. I think that's, ah, I think that's so create your value early. 
Yeah, one hundred percent. But the value mm. that you that you don't, because obviously you get your work value, and they're judging that on like a numbers basis with like keep KPIs and whatever. But show your value yeah. outside of that. If you're a good baker, bring in the cupcakes. People love food. You know what I mean? Like that's. Mm. <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? Show your outside value as soon as you're your extracurricular. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Early as well. Hey. Okay. Yeah. I think. I, See, think I thought you would. I thought you keep it hidden and you just let the work talk. But you're like, no, don't waste time. I, I don't think so. I mean, the first, the first week I was at beep. I, I am beeping it for myself, so I don't have to worry about doing it. Um, and I was, um, the first week I got there, I was, you know, I was coming in early, working through lunch, leaving late, like every single day from Monday to Friday. And then yeah. on Friday, they said like, listen, Nick, there's a, there's a dinner that we need you to go to for us. And you're going to go with these four guys who were like, the kind of like the buggers in the office. And I was like, okay, but I wanted to kind of keep it quiet. Like I was trying to still kind of keep it low. That night we go to the dinner, beers are flowing. This one guy says, we have to go to a strip club. And he goes, and everyone starts laughing like, ha 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 ha. Like, yeah, I'll go to a strip club. Then he says it like, like again in the middle of like the late in the night, like, hey, yeah, we should go to a strip club after this. And he goes, ah ha ha ha. And he mentions it like four or five times. Like it was like, dude, like, it's, it's a lame joke now. Like we're not, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like we get it, we get it. Like it's funny, you don't want to go to a strip club. And then when you're yeah. outside calling our Ubers to go home, like, I hey, should get one more drink somewhere. Like, yeah, yeah, let's get one more drink somewhere. It's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got an Uber to this bar in, in middle of town. It's like, oh, okay, cool, sweet. Then we get there and it's a strip club. And then, <laughs> and then so I'm like my first, my first week at the, at the office. We're just going to a strip club. And like, I'm sitting there like, what? They're like, pay my entrance, buy my beers. I'm sitting there like, I'm really pretty lit. I'm like sitting there like, what the hell is going on here? <laughs> so there's no way that I could not show who i am so now now i'm there and i'm buying shots people ah the best time ah you know what i mean drinks you know what i mean like yeah, yeah. so it was <laughs> it's very difficult for me not to do that and but i realized you go like so you fight a night you get drunk you get home at 4 a.m on monday morning you come in no one says a thing but there's like a little look like as you walk in they go like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then they can be part of the crew yeah it's that little look that says like oh no you you're a mate now you you're a colleague yeah, 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 also yeah. a mate and that's i think is important yeah, yeah, yeah. to get to get that look. and now your value has been established yeah 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 but it's always important to never mention anything unless it's like a really deep inside joke so if you if you come in and you go on monday morning and you say to the your let's say your superior was with you at that that night out and you go hey how was that what time did you get home dead you're done it's over for you, you oh, you're true. not coming back you have to get in you have to go the little the little look and then you go and you sit and work and you don't talk about it till the next time you're drinking that's it's that's <laughs> imperative you don't don't mention a thing i found that i found that was uh very very important as well that's some good that's some good value yeah well look we we were just doing a quick snippet podcast because you know nick had a had his beauty sleep and wearing his sunglasses but I think I think we should I think we should cap it off there for the week. Okay, cool. Fantastic. I'll next week. Yeah. And I'll see you next week. Sounds good. Okay. Love you. Bye. Mwah, mwah, mwah. Love you. Bye.